0: Welcome to our special Next Theater November pre-holiday episode. We do have an actual holiday episode coming your way in December, but we wanted to give one of these musicals a full episode to discuss it. So today, I, Nicole, am hosting and discussing one of my favorite musicals, the classic She Loves Me. I'm joined today by Casey Lee Clark. Hello. Michael Schwartz.
1: Hello, dear friends.
0: (laughs) And Dan Bear. Hello, thank you, please come again, do come again. Thank you. I love that. So I'm going to start just by giving a bit of background. Um, She Loves Me first came to Broadway in 1963 with a book by Joe Masteroff, music by Jerry Bach, and lyrics by Sheldon Harnick. It is based on the 1937 play by the Hungarian playwright, I'm definitely not going to say this right, but uh, Miklos Laszlo, uh, called... Is that maybe? Yeah. That's close enough.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You got it.
0: Okay. Thank you. (laughs) Called Parfumery. Um, And so there've been several other adaptations of this play, including the 1940 film, The Shop Around the Corner, the 1949 film, In the Good Old Summertime, and the 1998 movie, You've Got Mail. So the plot follows these employees at a Budapest parfumery, and in particular, uh, George Novak and Amalia Balish, who are unaware that despite... Always clashing at work, they are each other's secret pimp pal. And it's this beautiful love story and also features all of these hilarious and heartwarming supporting characters from the perfumery owner, Mr. Marichek, to the playboy, Mr. Kodai. And so after its original Broadway premiere, there was a production in London in 1964, followed by award-winning revivals in both London and New York in the 1990s. It was revived in both New York and London in 2016, and we will be particularly discussing the 2016 Broadway revival by a Roundabout Theatre Company in detail later, um, partially because it was the first Broadway show to ever be live-streamed. And that revival was directed by Scott Ellis, who had returned from the previous Broadway revival of it as well. And it was at Studio 54 from February to June of 2016. It starred Laura Benanti, Zachary Levi, Jane Krakowski, Gavin Creel, uh, Brian Jennings and Nicholas Barrisk. I think is how you said. it. Uh, Michael McGrath started outplaying C-Post in the beginning of the run, but was replaced by Tom McGowan in early May. Um, so now that we've like laid some groundwork in my typical Hermione Granger fashion, <laughs> uh, I want to hear from everyone about how they first encountered She Loves Me. Dan, why don't we start with you?
3: Um, my first experience with She Loves Me was in my early teens, uh, I was doing a um, review, musical review, cabaret uh, thing at um, my local synagogue. And um, she the we had, set up the whole thing around you know the lifespan of a relationship from falling in love to breaking up to getting back together to being married and having kids the whole nine and uh she loves me was one of the numbers that was sung in the show and i really liked that song a whole lot and thought that it um it just appealed to me on a lot of levels And that uh, caused me to seek out the original Broadway cast recording with the legendary Barbara Cook. And I instantly fell in love. And that was also the time when I realized it was based on the same uh, source material as Shop Around the Corner, and You've Got Mail, which, of course, made me fall in love with it even more. Um, And since then, it's... Always been one of my favorite musicals. Uh, she Loves Me was my go to audition song for most of my theatrical career uh, because it is a perfect audition song. And if it it's right in the middle of my range, so I sang it a lot. And I th- there was a one point where I was actually, a friend of mine was supposed to be directing a production of this um, when I was. Um, either when I was in college or just after I had graduated and he'd wanted me to play Arpod, the, the bicycle delivery boy. And, <laughs> uh, but it did, unfortunately it, uh, it fell through um, and the production never happened, but I was like, damn it. Cause that would have been really fun. Cause I love this show. Um, but that's my, that's how I came to know and love. She loves me.
0: I really wish that that production had happened and we could have used some uh, pictures from that to to market this episode. Um,
3: oh, it would have been great.
0: Michael, how about you?
1: Yeah, so my experience with She Loves Me is unique in that a couple months ago on this podcast, we were talking about Fiddler on the Roof and how it's my all-time favorite musical. But for Fiddler being my all-time favorite musical, I was not familiar with any other works from Sheldon Harnick and Jerry Bach for many years. It was just Fiddler and Fiddler alone. And then around 2015, I saw an announcement, probably on Twitter, where most of the news comes from, <laughs> that there was a revival coming up starring uh, many people, but the one that jumped out to me was Jane Krakowski, who I had loved, loved, loved on 30 Rock. So I saw that announced, and I'm like, oh, cool, a new musical with Jane Krakowski. Little did I know that this was some barn, uh, Harnik and Bach classic, and I was really destined to fall in love with it in a couple months. So tickets go on sale for this roundabout theater production at Studio 54. I see the rest of the cast: Lara Benanti, Zachary Levi, all these wonderful people, and I bought a ticket, cold, without having ever heard a single song from the musical, which is crazy because now this has turned into one of my all-time favorite musicals. And in the time between me buying that ticket, probably March 2016, and finally seeing the show a couple months later in May, I listened to this original cast album from 1963. On rotation, probably a couple times a day. It became just part of my everyday listening. Love, love, love every single song. I think the book is as perfect as musical comedies get. Everything about She Loves Me is just, it's a perfect musical that's firing on all cylinders, does exactly what it sets out to do. And I feel like in the great history of Broadway musical theater and musical comedies, this is a truly underrated gem. And I'm so glad we get to talk about it and give it its own episode tonight.
0: Amazing. Um, I'm actually going to cut in and talk about mine because I think that it will work best uh, chronologically if we leave Casey to share her first encounter with She Loves Me last. All good. But so basically like Michael in 2015, I saw the announcement for the Roundabout production that was happening in 2016, and I, if you don't already know, I am a huge Laura Benanti fan. I love her, and also, I'm a massive Tangled fangirl, and of course, <laughs> Zachary Levi voiced Flynn Rider for Tangled, and um, so, I saw that the two of them were in this together, and I also love Gavin Creel a lot. I've loved Gavin Creel since I was a little girl and would watch Eloise at Christmas time. Yes. And I mostly bring this up because um, I have to share this story really, really briefly. But uh, basically, I ended up seeing the show, but I'll talk about that in a minute. At the stage door one night, it was the last time I was seeing it. And when Gavin Creel got to me, I was like, Gavin, I love you and Eloise at Christmas time. And he just, like, stares at me for a second. And I'm like, oh, my God, I've done it. Um, And he goes, yeah, well, you were what, five when I made that? And I was like, oh, my God. And he was like, I mean, I was 12. And I was like, what? And he was like, I love it. I love that people still watch that. And I was like, okay, bye. (laughs) Um, But that's the story of how I ended up talking to Gavin Creel about Eloise at Christmas time.
3: Oh, my
2: <laughs> I was oh, wondering I, I was like, did you bring your VHS for him to sign? I wish. That was Can the you? same night
0: that Zachary leave. I was like, oh my god, it's you again. And I was like, <laughs> Yeah. And he was like, that's so great. <laughs> oh, I was so worried and he was like, That's so great. You're back again. I was like, Yes. Oh, um god. But so long story short, um, I ended up spending that summer in New York City through a program at my university. It was the summer before my senior year of college, and my mom and I got tickets to see the show whenever she helped me move up to New York at the beginning of the summer, and I fell absolutely head over heels for it and ended up going back another three times. Um, I basically took everyone that I knew to see that show uh, that summer in New York. I was like, you have to see it. Friends would come in town, and I'd be like, we're going to see She Loves Me, and Yeah, just fell head over heels, and it's one of my favorites, and it's a funny one that kind of sticks out in my favorite shows as, like, it's an overwhelmingly happy show, which is typically (laughs) not my jam.
3: (laughs) I was going to say, and that it's not an epically sad musical the 80.
0: I am (laughs) self-aware, but I think that what is so appealing to me about it is that, first of all, these characters are just amazing, and obviously the score is great, the book is great, but I do love that it is – a really special story, I think, in that, yes, it's a romantic comedy, but there's also, you know, some bigger themes at play than I feel like you sometimes see in these sort of, uh, things, and of course, You've Got Mail is one of my favorite movies, so to, to see something that plays in that same kind of basic story, uh, is so great, and I just, it's the kind of musical that I wish that everyone could see, and whenever it was live-streamed, I watched it, despite the fact that, like, I'd seen it, I think, like, the week before, and I went to see it whenever they put it into cinemas. And I've watched it on Broadway HD, and I'm just so happy that if you are listening to this right now and you've not seen She Loves Me, you can go. Um, you don't have, a, have to have a subscription to Broadway HD. Like you can go buy just to watch one show, and you can go watch it now. Like pause, pause the podcast, go watch it, and come back mm-hmm. to us.
3: You won't be sorry.
0: You won't,
2: Casey. This is a good segue. Your turn. <laughs> this is a good segue. So I think that in high school, I want to say one of my my like theater director would sometimes just like play different show tunes. Like whenever we'd be like before rehearsals and different things. And I feel like I heard, a, I want to say I probably heard "Will He Like Me?" Back then, like the Barbara Cook version, which I loved and is still my favorite song from the show. Um, and then I think I had seen the Tony performance, and I knew Vanilla Ice Cream and She Loves Me. And that was kind of it before we decided to do this show. And I got, um, I watched the 2016 revival on Broadway HD. And it is perfectly lovely, as everybody says. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm slightly cooler on it than everybody else, I think, only based on recency and, you know, not knowing every single song and knowing every single little thing and experiencing it for the first time on a computer screen, blah, blah, blah. But I do like it. I think it's exactly that. Perfectly lovely. And I mean, I think, I think I could probably go into specifics of that individual revival in itself of like specific things that I like about it. But yeah, and I'd seen um, Shop Around the Corner on TCM back in the day. They, I think they were playing that right before Me, <sighs> Me St. Louis on Christmas Eve one year. My favorite. Which is a perfect double feature. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Ideal. Um, and I've seen you got mail probably back in the day, but yeah. So that was pretty much my i have, my stories with this are much more boring than everyone else. Also, I now finally understand the Zachary Levi thing. I, this took me, but I got it.
3: <laughs> finally, yes! got it. Yeah. I was oh like,
2: ooh, I have a crush. <laughs> oh
0: yeah, no. Big
3: time. That makes me
0: so happy. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, I feel like that's a good segue. I did want to talk a little bit about the fact that there are so many iterations of this story like the shop around the corner and you've got mail and in the good old summertime um what do we think of she loves me like as an adaptation of this story
3: hey everyone sorry to interrupt but this is a preview of the next best theater team talking about the musical she loves me here under the umbrella of the next best picture podcast In order to get the full review, you will have to head on over to Patreon under Next Best Picture, where for $1 minimum a month, you will get other exclusive podcast content, including more Next Best Theater episodes in full. You have been listening to the Next Best Theater podcast. You can subscribe under Next Best Picture podcast at iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Player FM, Acast, CastBox, and also under Spotify. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and your support. Thank you once again for listening as always, and we shall see you all next time.